Welcome to another episode of the Unfiltered Coach Podcast. I am here with Laura, and today we're going to dive into how we generated 300 qualified leads in approximately an hour. So <laughs> I'm uh, I'm really excited to really start to share some of these strategies with you and help you understand that you don't have to have all of these crazy things built in your business yet, these strategies are so simple and you can execute them whether you are just starting or you have an established business with clients coming in. Yeah, I love this strategy. This is one that, honestly, if I'm being very transparent, I totally forgot about this strategy for a long time. Um, this is one that I utilized early on when we first transitioned out of the gym and we started growing our online platform, you know, so this is one that's definitely worked time and time again for me. It's getting trickier to utilize because there are a lot more haters out there in the groups. But basically what I did a couple of days ago is there was a Facebook group that I was a part of and it housed my ideal client. There were over 10,000 people in this group and every single one of them could have been my ideal client. You know, it was a group for coaches which is just like you, people that I like to work with now, right? So inside of that group, I shared something vulnerable about myself. I shared that I used to struggle with perfectionism. I used to struggle with self-doubt. I used to struggle with expectations and imposter syndrome and comparison and all of these things. And I simply asked them, is this something you struggle with as well? And if it is, I've created something that helped me work through this so that you can work through this as well. And I just left it there. And then it took a few minutes and then I got one comment, two comment, three comment, four comment, 10 comment, 20 comment, 50 comments. I had over 300 people message me that they wanted this in under an hour. And so like, that's essentially what I spent my entire afternoon doing was replying to all of these people and making sure that they all got their hands on it. Um, on the back end, I was collecting their email addresses. I had somewhere set up to send them. I had created a freebie. It required their email to get it. And so every single person that signed up for this, I was adding them onto my email list. So now I have them in my community. I can talk to them as often as I want. And I know that they're a qualified lead because of the group that I got them from. So I thought that was so cool. I honestly didn't expect it to blow up like it did. I must've just really hit on the perfect pain point which is a good a good point to make right is just to understand that when you're asking questions like this in these groups if you can be a little bit polarizing or a little bit edgy in your questions people love to have an opinion people love to give their opinion and they love to be a part of a conversation that is somewhat controversial you know so if you're okay putting yourself out there in that way or even if you're not you know just kind of go for it and see what happens what's the worst that's going to happen people are going to take your post down right no big deal yeah and it's this is a strategy that we continue to use and we share with all of our one to one mentorship clients is you need to put yourself in front of your ideal client. So what you did is you went into a place where all of your ideal clients were congregating. You asked a polarizing question, knowing that anybody that raised their hand is saying, yes, I am your ideal client because I'm suffering from what you help with. Yeah. So anybody can utilize this strategy. Yeah. You could utilize it all over the place. And even if you weren't trying to gather their emails, just simply by creating that conversation, you're able to get market feedback and go, yes, 
this is a pain point for people. Mm -hmm. So these strategies can be used in a myriad of ways within a business. If you're doing nutrition coaching, you can go into groups and ask questions to help solidify what you should be talking about. Because now you know all you had 300 people that raised their hand and say, I suffer from this as well. Obviously, you should be talking about that more because it hits home with people. Yeah. You know, so even if we weren't trying to gather people's emails, you know, it is proof of concept that that is a pain point that people are suffering from. Yeah. So obviously you need to make sure that you're looking at the rules of a group to see what is allowed, what isn't allowed, Mm -hmm. knowing that if you break the rules, you might get kicked out. You might have people that call you on your shit. There was a couple people, (laughs) probably maybe 1% or less than 1% of people said Laura shouldn't have posted that because she was asking for someone's email. But understand that obviously the strategy we used, we knew what was going on behind the scenes when somebody raised their hand. However, if Laura didn't have a freebie created, a free training created, she would have simply done the same thing and then just had a conversation with each one of those people. Yeah, She would have said all of the same stuff without the part of, I have created a free training for you. <laughs> yeah, And that's totally fine. You still would have generated 300 qualified leads of people that you could now nurture through the DMs and now you could simply now try and get them on sales calls and hear them out. Yeah hear what their problems are. And if you can help them, you simply present them what that solution is. Yeah. But on, on the flip side as well, even if we get into a little bit more on the technical side of things, we had this free training was essentially a funnel where they go through a five day training. They get it delivered through email. They get directed to a video at the end of it. They get directed to join something of ours, right? It's free. So we're not pitching them anything at the end of it. However, you could have created a free training and we could have used something called a reverse funnel, which provides them education, doesn't ask for an email up front and asks them to book a call at the end of it or asks for their email at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So there's so many ways to utilize a strategy like this. You don't always need to be asking for an email. You could do it to garner engagement to prove a a pain point, get people to raise their hand. You could do it to gather email addresses. You could do it to simply provide value and then try and get an email on the back end if they got their value. So there's so many ways we could utilize a strategy like this. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting to see how many people honestly did raise their hand to the question I asked. I kind of just like on a whim. Okay, I'll be very honest. I was trying to do some direct outreach and like create some conversations and I was kind of like, meh, I don't really know where to go. Like I'm feeling kind of blah about it today. I don't know why. So I just threw the post up in Facebook. It's like, I'm just going to toss this up and see what happens. Right. And it blew up. So like always understanding too, that when you're, when you're looking for your ideal clients, maybe having a good roadmap of where they're hanging out and always kind of documenting where you found good clients, where they came from, the conversations you had, what you posted so that when you feel meh, you have something to go back on and say, okay, I did this, this, and this, and this generated some good conversations for me. So I'm going to go do that again and see what happens. Right? Yeah. And if you're looking for, okay, well, how do I kind of figure out where they're hanging out? I believe it's episode 71, where we walk you through the questions to ask yourself to be able to identify where your ideal client is hanging out. Cause it's not hard to figure it out. No. And there's so many different groups on Facebook and just understand like, Use this as a framework. This strategy can be used anywhere. You could use it in a Facebook group. You could use it on just your 
your Facebook page, personal or business. You could use it in an Instagram story with a poll like, yeah. do you suffer from this too? Yes, no. Everybody that says yes is suffering from that. Create a conversation. Yeah. You can simply get creative. There's no shortage of ways. You're only limited by your imagination when it comes to being able to create conversations and conversations are how we create clients. Yep, 100%. And I think too, just understanding that, yeah, mine blew up and got 300. You know, that doesn't mean yours is going to. It depends on how controversial you were being and, you know, the pain points that you're tapping into with that ideal client of yours and if you're in the right group or not. So it's going to take some playing around. You know, I've definitely played around with Facebook groups and I kind of know exactly which ones have my ideal clients and, and which ones definitely don't. So take the time to really do your research, pop in there, you know, observe for a bit, engage for a bit in the questions that other people are asking. So you're not just like the newbie on the block who's just posting up this, this shit all the time, right? Without actually engaging with the rest of the community and then, and then see where it goes, right? If, if your ideal clients aren't in there, don't waste your time, move on. Exactly. And even myself, I'm utilizing a similar strategy for direct outreach and, you know, starting to build authority. So I'm going into groups and just delivering value, answering people's questions, yeah. you know, giving before I ask. And I, I've joined a handful of groups where I'm, I'm listening, I'm listening and just watching. And then I'll be in a group where nobody asks any questions. So then I leave that group. Yeah. I'll be in a group where all of a sudden everybody's pitching. And I'm like, okay, well, this, this is cold because nobody's engaging on these posts. I'll be in some groups where I just see there is zero engagement. Like somebody posts something. Nobody likes it, but there's like 5,000 people in the group. Right. Well, obviously, I'm not going to really get anywhere in there. Yeah. But being polarizing is a great way to get attention. Yeah. But you have to understand that when you are polarizing and taking a stance, it's good to have an opinion and take a stance. But just as you're going to have people that raise their hand and join you on that mission, there is going to be people that you piss off. Yeah. That is true. the definition of being polarizing. Yeah. You are simply saying, this is my stance, and you're going to have people that say, I am with you. And then you're going to have people that say, fuck you, and <laughs> they're going to be against you. So if you need to understand that it goes both ways, you can't be polarizing without probably offending someone. Yeah. And if you're not offending someone and you're trying to be polarizing, then you're not being polarizing, right? Um, yeah, I had a few people pop up when I posted that question and, and my freebie in there that were like, whoa, 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 this is not allowed. She's doing, she's taking advantage of the group, blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I kind of threw it up because I was feeling a little bit of, you know, self-doubt in that moment. You know, I was feeling like, hmm, what am I doing here? Like, who should I be reaching out to right now? It was just like a bad day and that's okay. Everyone has them, but I was like, I'm just going to throw this up here and see if anybody else needs this right now. You know, I honestly wasn't even thinking about using it to collect people's emails. I was like, I have this thing. It helps you with this. Here you go. You know? And so when these people started to, to comment, I was like, Oh, sorry. You feel that way. You know, like, just trying to help. And so, you know, I commented on the negative, negative comments too. And I was just like, Hey, just trying to help, you know, like, sorry, you don't want it. No big deal. Like I'm not trying to offend anyone, blah, blah, blah. And they all kind of shut up after a while, which was funny. I thought that was really funny when I just met it head on. It was just really kind to them and open with them. And like, here's what I'm trying to do. This is why it's important to me. This is why I'm in here, you know, like take it or leave it, but this is my mission. And they were like, Oh, 
Okay. (laughs) So really just understanding like why you're doing it is important. If you're going in there and you're like, I'm going to make a ton of money, then maybe your intentions are not super pure and people will definitely call you out. But if you're okay with it, hell go for it. Like who gives a shit? This is business too. You're not going to offend people. You know, if you're just in there trying to help and if you're offending people there, they're not your tribe. They're never going to buy from you. So what does it matter? It doesn't. Yeah. And I tell people all the time when, when I talk about being polarizing, I don't usually recommend you throw rocks at like people or businesses. Like don't like call out a person or call out a business because that can taint your reputation. Yes. But if you're taking a stance against fad diets or you're taking a stance against something that you believe in, that's okay yeah. because it's a point of view. It's a philosophy. It's a purpose. It's a mission. It's a movement that's different than saying, hey, X person is an idiot. And well, yeah, because that person probably has a following and that can affect you. Yeah. But if you post something and you happen to break the rules of a Facebook group and they take your post down, who cares? Yeah, who cares? If they remove you from the group, well, go find another one. Like over half the world's population is on Facebook. There's another Facebook group. Yeah, exactly. Like fucking don't worry about it. Like (laughs) don't sweat the small stuff when you're in business because you're not going to get very far. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent agree. And I think that's like, I help a lot of my one-on-one clients get over this hump of, oh my God, it's so scary to post in someone else's group. I don't want to offend anybody. Well, you're going to, you know, you can't be last in this industry and not offend anyone. You know, it's just naturally going to happen. You're going to get a hater along the way, you know, and it's okay. You're not going to help that person, but you know, if you don't do it, you're missing out on all these other people that you could help. So just really thinking about that. What is my mission? Why am I doing this? Who am I helping? Who am I serving? That's why I'm going to be courageous and post in here because it's going to get my message in front of these people who need to hear it, right? And if you're having this internal conflict, you're likely going to be cautious and not break the rules anyways. Right. It's usually the person that's just like, screw this. I'm just going to do whatever to get clients. Send me your emails. That that person's <laughs> probably going to be the one that's going to cross the line. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't recommend you go into X coaches group for his clients or no. her clients and try and post it in there, no, no, obviously. No. But there's like the keto groups and the paleo groups and the whole 30 groups yes. and the Weight Watcher groups and... Like there's all of these, there's all of these communities and congregations of people. They're out there. Yeah. We just need to do our research, find them, put ourselves in front of them. And that's the quickest way that we can get clients. A hundred percent. Yeah. This is definitely going to be a cornerstone strategy for me moving forward. It's definitely, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of probably 30 conversations now because of that. And, you know, new conversations are starting all the time because of that. And that's, that's great, but that's also going to fizzle out, you know? So you have to stay consistent with it. Like these strategies are not one and done. Cool. I got 300 people who downloaded my thingy majiggy, but like I got to post in there again and again and keep showing up. Otherwise it's not going to be a long-term strategy for me. Right? Yeah. And it's not just always trying to post something to get something. No, like you're probably not going to do that for a while because I'm in groups where I scroll. And when I see somebody that asked a question about something that I can help with, I deliver them some value. I might add them as a friend. I might try and spark up a conversation to see what their obstacles are. Yeah. I'm trying to give first. Yeah. And also at the same time, I want to qualify them. I want to know if they actually need my help. 
Mm-hmm. I want to know if they could actually be a potential client. We need to qualify them before I jump on the phone with them. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing it because my mission is to serve. I don't care if I give out some free value. I don't care if I jump on a phone call and help somebody and then move on. Yeah. I'm not in this purely for the money. There was a very long time when I was. Yeah. And it paralyzed my success. Yeah. And when I was able to finally shift into why am I doing this? And it's to serve. Yeah. I'm totally fine putting in that effort to be able to deliver value for people. That's the same reason we created our group because we wanted to create a community for people that we can just simply give value every single day. I said, hell, I'm going to do free call Friday. I'm going to give people a free call every Friday Mm -hmm. because I want to help people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that's a cool concept. We haven't rolled that out yet. This is the first week we're doing that, I think, right? Yeah. So if you want to join the community, um, you're hearing this podcast next week, that'll be our second free call Friday. You can hit us up momentumlab.community. You can ask to join. We have some qualifying questions, of course, to make sure you're a good fit for our community. No pitching in our community. (laughs) We will catch you. Um, but yeah, definitely hop in there and we're more than happy to help deliver you value, help you through the obstacles you're facing, give you the confidence you need or the clarity you need around how to utilize this strategy to grow your business. And if you're lucky enough to hop on a call with us on Friday, we can talk one-on-one about that. We can deep dive into what's going on with you. And I'm happy to let you know if what you're going to post is too polarizing. So feel free. <laughs> Momentum Lab community, join our community. We would be happy to help guide you on this journey, empower you, help you redefine success within your coaching business. But until next time, we'll see you soon. See you later.